Hey everybody, it is Chantel Holm here with Allison. Hi guys. It's Allison Bailey. You guys are listening to our brand new episode one, totally oh. out the box, take off the plastic, <laughs> Amazon delivered um, <laughs> um, podcast. This is the talk podcast. Yep. Um, talk down syndrome actually. But we're excited. I know we're so excited. I just like I'm from California. Allison I'm from Portland, is from Oregon. Oregon. And we're on the phone right now bringing this podcast to you guys and I was so nervous and <laughs> I don't know why I'm still nervous about it. But I'm no, so glad you too. listeners are here. Yeah, and we're I, excited to share our stories too with you guys. Yes. So talk down syndrome is basically everything about down syndrome. Um, In this podcast, we are going to be doing interviews with people that either have a loved one that has Down syndrome or a friend, or we're going to talk to people that have Down syndrome that are out there killing it. Um, We plan to talk to some new moms, and um, sometimes we might not even do an interview. We might even just talk about current laws or current stories that we've came across. So this is all about talking about Down syndrome in general. So, yep. Uh, sometimes there'll be personal stories, or we'll you know interview others just to see how, uh, kind of what their take is, or even like parents of children with Down syndrome. Um, and I think it is very important to interview pregnant women um, that are about to have a baby with Down syndrome, just to kind of get their story and their experiences and see where they're at. Um, so it's going to be fun. We're excited. I know. I'm so excited to start this podcast off. And yeah. um, I cannot wait to see where this goes. Yeah, so it'll be fun. I know when I had my daughter who has Down syndrome, I was always looking out for new resources, new friends, new groups. And mm-hmm. uh, there there are a few podcasts out there already, but I'm very happy to bring you guys my story and Allison's story and everybody else's story through our own Talk Down Syndrome podcast. So, yeah, so, I think it is really important too, especially yeah. because new moms Google so much stuff and I think it scares them. So, we're hoping that this will help you guys kind of yeah. get through it and see. We don't want to scare you. you have the baby. I don't know. I yeah. can't say I will not scare some of our listeners. That's the biggest thing. I make no guarantee, but um, at least with this first episode, we wanted to let you guys know who we are. I mean, yeah. So I don't know if you want to start off, Allison, or you want me to. Um, I could start off. Um, so I have a 17 month old son. His name is Win. Um, I found out while I was pregnant. I was. Somewhere between 20 and 24 weeks pregnant, um, I found out that he had Down syndrome. Um, it was definitely a shock to the system. You know, you never think that your baby is going to have anything like that or be anything, you know, different than the typical baby when you're pregnant. So I was definitely shocked that I um, I reached out a lot to other moms on social media just to get their story and to see where they were at. And honestly, that's it helped me so much because I felt so alone when I was pregnant. Um, so I'm just hoping that this will help other pregnant moms kind of get our stories and realize that it's okay and not be scared of everything that you see online and what the doctor says. Um, but his birthday is December 21st, 2018. Um, he's doing amazing now. He's crawling. He's 
screaming at me, talking, hitting me. <laughs> he's awesome. So he's uh, met all his milestones. So it's going pretty great. And I'm excited. I know. You got to see her son. We're going to put um, our personal Instagrams. Oh, wait. We have an Instagram page. I didn't even tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> we okay. just made it. We forgot, uh, guys. Oh, Sorry. my God. See, we're so new. <laughs> so we do have Talk Down Syndrome Podcast. You can type that in on Instagram and find our new Instagram page. And um, that is where you're going to find all the new episodes. When we uh, upload a new episode, we will also upload it on Instagram. So you guys can follow us if you want. And yeah. we're going to tag our personal Instagrams on there. So that way you can put a face to our beautiful voices. So <laughs> um, we'll, I'll, we'll tag Allison on there and you can see her and her son win. He's super cute. And like his, um, what do you call that? His twin, his girl twin is my daughter. Literally. <laughs> like literally. She really is. It's really, so funny. It's weird. It's like the girl version of Wynn. I should have named it's her like so cute. Winatra or something. <laughs> People think it's a girl. Every time I go into the doctor's office, like if it's somebody that hasn't seen him before, they're like, oh, how is she doing? And I'm like, it's a boy. Or sometimes I don't even say anything. Dude, they just... think my daughter is a boy. <clears throat> That's so weird. All the time because her hair is hmm. so thin and it hasn't grown out. Aw. I know. So, so I have cute. to literally dress her in pink and put a bow in her hair <laughs> so they know. <laughs> That's so funny. Sometimes I just go along with it and I'm like, yep, she's great. She's <laughs> she so looks good. Great. She's adorable. <laughs> I just don't feel like correcting them I know. Fine. I know. It's like as moms, we always got to correct people about our children with Down syndrome. It's a little tiring. It so, is. But it is. you know what? You just got to do it so people can know. Yep. Um, so what else, Allison? I know you have more to tell. <laughs> I'm like, okay, everybody listening, I'm sorry if I'm a little awkward. I feel like Chantel is a little bit more of a pro at this because you're on the Safe Down Syndrome podcast. So I'm trying my best, guys, just so you know. I'm sorry if I'm a little awkward. Um, but, I mean, he's just doing so good. Like, I feel like there really isn't like, there's really not that many issues with him. I do have to thicken his fluids like while he's eating just because he chokes a little bit. But besides that, he's done great. His, he had two holes in his heart when he was born. Um, they closed on their own within a year. So by his first birthday, they were completely closed and they, you know, when I was pregnant, they told me he was going to need surgery like immediately after he was born. So I had an extremely stressful pregnancy because I was assuming they were just going to take my baby as soon as he was born and go into heart surgery, which is terrifying. Mm -hmm. um, so, and around when I was like, I think I was like 32 weeks pregnant around there, he just stopped growing, um, which is pretty common with our kids. Um, so I got induced at 38 weeks because they wanted to leave them in there as long as possible because of his heart defect and the mm -hmm. surgery they thought he was going to need. Mm -hmm. um, so after I had him, we were in the NICU for about 10 days just to help him with breathing and eating. Um, and then we came home and I mean, he's been doing great ever since then. He has a early intervention physical therapist that we're doing virtual visits now, of course, but before mm -hmm. this whole thing happened with the virus, she was coming over once or twice a month just to kind of help him um, with his muscles. Cause you know, all of our kids do have low tone, mm -hmm. so they need a little extra help just to crawl and to do everything like that. So, yeah, we're learning signs right now. Um, he's doing really great. I mean, he's honestly, he's just where my other typical kids were at this age, if not a little farther ahead. So I'm really, really proud of him. So 
he's doing great. I will say there is a um, a similarity and a difference between me and Allison's story because Allison had a prenatal diagnosis and me and my husband, we didn't have one. So I know you were saying like, um, like I know Wynn's doing great. My daughter, Cheyenne, she's doing really good too. And you know, isn't that weird how like, I feel like doctors put it in people's heads and not even just doctors, just growing up, you think Down syndrome is bad. Down syndrome is bad. Cause I know when we had Cheyenne, like in that labor room, the, when they told me, Uh I thought I was like, Oh my God, thinking all these bad things. And then now two years later, like both of our kids are doing super good. So we already set, it's like we set the bar already low for them based off of how we, how society and how doctors perceive made us think, Yeah, you know what I mean? That reminded me actually after I had my son. So like I had Wynn and then they like rushed him off to a separate room because they had to help him breathe a little bit. So I'm just like laying on the bed, right? Not Mm -hmm. even with my baby, just had him freaking Mm -hmm. out wondering what's going on. So my dad and my husband, Zachary ran to that room with him. And my dad said that he looked at the nurses and he said, does he have down syndrome? Because I wasn't, it was like a 90% chance at that point. So obviously I was planning on him having it, but I didn't know for sure. Mm -hmm. So my dad said he asked the nurses that and they looked at him, looked at each other and then didn't say anything. They just ignored him. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then Zachary came back in and he, you know, was like, he does, he does. And I, I already knew, I just, you know, I was planning on it and I knew, but Man, I will never forget that. I was like, gosh, like they can't even acknowledge somebody asking. I don't know. It's like they're so scared to say it. I know. And I think it's because people are so, you know, scared of it. And mm-hmm. I think it's such a horrible thing. And, you know, I never grew up with anybody mm-hmm. with Down syndrome, knowing anybody. I was never around them. So I had those, you know, negative thoughts too. But you learn as you go. And that's also one of the points of the podcast so that we can tell people, hey, These are the facts. Those aren't. Yeah. You know what? I wish I had um, listened or knew about podcasts like right off the, like right when I came home because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's weird because like you knew you had a 90% chance that Wynn was going to have Down syndrome. So you were Mm -hmm. able to prepare yourself. You were able to look things up and do those things and in a sense, like I wasn't able to do that. So I was, yeah, me and my husband were caught off very off guard, but, yeah. um, I wish that there were these resources for me that I, I'm glad there are now, but I mean, mm-hmm. I wish I had them earlier than later, but it's true. Yeah. And you know, what's so freaking weird about that is that when the doctors didn't answer, um, your dad, so something happened like that with me, um, I'll, I'll talk. Okay. So the listeners out there, I have, um, I have a five-year-old, um, her name is Jade. And then I have my daughter, Cheyenne, she's one and Cheyenne was born with Down syndrome. Well, when Cheyenne was born, um, like I said, we didn't know, but when she came out, they took her away because she wasn't breathing. She was like purple. I've never seen a baby so purple. Yeah, that's how Wynn was. Yeah, it was scary because like I know just taking like courses in college, they talk about like the APGAR test 
for the baby. You have to check if the baby is responsive, if the color is like pink, if, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why they start crying, stuff like that. Um, I don't know if Wynn was like this, but Cheyenne came out completely floppy, like, and purple. Like, she looked dead, to be honest. Aww. And so when they That's took so her. scary. It was, like, and it was so scary. It was the worst experience ever. Oh, but, yeah. But, um, but when they, um, when my husband grabbed the camera, because we didn't, we didn't. You know, we kind of thought, we thought maybe, like, what's wrong with her? We knew something was wrong. But then at the same time, I was like, well, grab the camera and go record because, you know, it's our baby. She just came out and we did that with, yeah. with Jade. We grabbed the camera and recorded. It was beautiful. So when my husband went to grab the camera, the nurse turned to him and was like, you don't want to record this. Like, if something was oh. like, and he like, he she like so he like turned the camera off and he came back. And I'm like laying there getting like sewed up, you know. Yeah. And, and I'm like, you mean, you know that you lay there, you can't get up. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's how I was too. I was freaking out. Cause they wouldn't let me move. Cause my epidural too. Yeah. I had to sit there for two hours. Yeah. Me too. It's I had crazy. an epidural too. So yeah. you're just pretty much your mom. You're like sitting there waiting. What's going on with my baby? Well, everybody else yeah. is fucking doing this, this, sorry for cussing. <laughs> I'm going to cuss a lot. So I'm sure they'll listen. I might every once in a while too. So I apologize. <laughs> yeah. So like, um, same thing. And like, I, that totally just put like, what, what's going on? What's wrong? Yeah. And Why is it somebody updating me about my baby that it, I just had five minutes ago? Yeah, right? literally like, and uh, <laughs> that's kind of crazy that that happened to you. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why they would think that that would be acceptable at all. This is your baby that you just had. No matter what's happening or what goes good or bad, like, of course you want to see that be able to look back at a recording you know like to say that is so crazy so when do they tell you when do they tell you that um that when for sure had down syndrome like how long after you gave birth um let's see we were still in the NICU um I think it was maybe like when he was like three days old the doctor came in and was like, well, you know, I feel like we already knew this, but yes, we confirmed it. He does have an extra um, chromosome. And he also said that he has an extra, like, half of a chromosome for the ninth one. And he said that that has nothing to do with Down syndrome, but that me or my husband must be a carrier of that. Hmm. And he said it shouldn't, like, affect him at all. But I thought that was odd. Hmm. I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) I thought it was crazy. I started researching it. But yeah, I think it was like the third day. What? That they confirmed it. Yeah. It took them a few hours for me. But I was like, really? Well, a few hours. And then they had to like send. I had her on a weekend. So they had to send her blood work to the genetic specialist to like Mm. for sure put a stamp on it. Well, if I was in your situation, I would have wanted it ASAP too. Like we all already planned for it and knew, but for you, that's such a different and hard situation. You didn't know for sure. So I would have also been like, Hey, I need to know this like same day. Yeah. (laughs) Get those results to me. I'm glad that me and Allison are hosting this because, um, although we have similar stories, we also have different stories and every listener out there has a different story. Some of you guys know, some of you guys didn't know. And it's really good that, um, you know, we have us, I'm all, t- I'm all promoting us. <laughs> you guys are so it's lucky. True, to, you guys are no. so lucky for us. <laughs> no, I mean, Seriously, you know what I mean it, though, right? It's important. Yeah. Because it's so different. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine not having those few months to 
mentally prepare like everything which is emotionally prepare you know tell family tell my close friends I didn't tell social media until after I had him because again I didn't know for sure if he had it or not um but I mean yeah that must have been tough you know because you just have to do it all well you gotta be okay when she gets here you know I've talked to a lot of moms and I've talked to a lot of moms who did not have a prenatal diagnosis and they were like what what I got back from them was um the thing that's is is weird for me, and maybe this is just everybody's different, but they're like, yeah, I didn't have a prenatal diagnosis, but you know, I as soon as I found out, it was like, oh well, you know, I'm still gonna love my baby and, and all that. I went into a depression, like because we have to think. I had my daughter Jade um, about three years before Cheyenne, and everything was perfect. Um, she you know, came out within a few pushes, the family was there, she was super healthy, she everything was just picture perfect, however you imagine as a female, what your what your labor is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Now, Cheyenne, everything the pregnancy was the same, everything was good, the doctor visits were the same. Uh, he said the baby's healthy every single time. Not one thing was ever mentioned to me during pregnancy that anything was slightly different. So going into labor, it was um, October. I'm so happy that she's a Halloween baby. I love Halloween. I know. I love that. (laughs) I know. And I love that when's a uh, December baby because I'm born in December and – you know, December babies just are fucking awesome. So. I know. I love that he was born on winter solstice because yeah. I was, I didn't know what I was going to name him for his middle name. That was like the last thing I was like, what am I going to name him? What am I going to name him? And then my dad was like, why don't you do winter? And I was like, yes. Thank you, dad. That's so cute. Yes. So, winter. He's awesome. cute. <laughs> but um, so when I was at the doctor's about to have the baby, she would not come out. And it was just like back to back. Something was wrong. Like I was just, so tired. I was in labor for like a whole freaking day. They made me walk around the hospital, you know, some people, and it was just, it was exhausting. I had the epidural. It took like, it dragged out. She did not want to come out. And then finally, when I had her, you know, like I said, she was all purple and I was done. I was like, Oh yeah. You're emotionally (laughs) and physically exhausted. So that's why I'm saying I can't imagine getting that you know, after I, I have so much respect for you and all the other families out there that do get the birth diagnosis because that's a lot to take in after just having a baby and a lot has to do with um what you grew up with and a lot has to Mm -hmm. do with your mental state about disabilities because I took it real bad my husband was my backbone but when they told me I screamed so loud that almost as if they told me she was dead and the nurse was like are you okay and I had a mental breakdown because the first things that popped in my head were She's not going to walk. She's not going to eat. Her appearance might not even be, um, in my word, in my case, beautiful. And I was like, I can't take care of this baby. I told my husband that night, I can't take care of her. I don't think I could do this. And I was like, and I haven't even fucking met Cheyenne yet. I haven't freaking met her. And I was like, I don't, I I was starting to like push away from, from her. And I never got to actually see her hold her. Because Aww. she went straight to NICU, and then it yeah. took me a lot, like a minute, to wrap my 
like mind around what was going on. I was like, this is not happening to me. This can't happen to me. Like, how come nobody told me this? Like, why am I being punished? Am I being punished? All these bad feelings because I never Mm -hmm. grew up with Down syndrome. I didn't know what Down syndrome was. And then it turns out to be the best freaking thing that's ever happened in my life. Me (laughs) too. Isn't that so weird how it's totally flipped around? Yeah. And all those emotions are so normal that you were having. You know, every family goes through that. Mine was mostly just shock Mm -hmm. and feeling lonely. I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I definitely felt, I felt alone and ostracized and just like, there was nobody that I could relate to. So that's why yeah. social media helped me so much. But, you know, it is really, really hard in those first few weeks, mm-hmm. especially when you have that newborn like you did. And you're mm-hmm. like also trying to take care of her and you're up mm-hmm. all night and you're feeding her. And then you have to explain it to the rest of your family. So that, yeah, I'm sure I, that was I really didn't hard. want to tell because everybody was like Chantel's in labor. Like, you know, when you're you have Facebook or Instagram, you're like, oh, I'm going to have my baby. And you post pictures. Yeah. So everyone's like waiting for a baby pic. And it's like day two. And they're like there. I had so many phone calls and I was not talking to anybody. I shut down. And my mom, I freaking had my mom fly or drive out from Arizona that night, six hours because I needed my mom because she, it was just yeah. me and Michael there. So it was just a bad freaking labor. But I will say that to all the listeners, I am like, I love my daughter so much. She's changed me as a person that I never, ever imagined that could be here. And me and Allison are doing this Talk Down Syndrome podcast now, and we're both advocates, strong advocates, not only for our kids, but for other people with Down Syndrome. And it's like, it's it's a total 360 full circle and I'm just so glad that I can share um, feelings like this because I know that there are listeners out there that might have the same feelings or had the same feelings and may have the same feelings for the future, the same things that we want, like me and Allison do. So I feel this is going to be really cool. I'm really excited to bring this to life. Yeah, me too. And I think it is very important not just to give the pregnant women stories or the young children stories, but also, the, mm-hmm. you know, the adults, how it is later in life um because i feel like people are so focused especially on social media on small children i yeah. i see these small kids and they're so cute i love oh my god it, they're but, you so know, cute i know they're the cutest thing <laughs> i was telling my husband a few months ago like i follow basically only families yeah. that have kids with down syndrome mm-hmm. so when i see a baby on my feet that doesn't have it i'm like wait this baby why did <laughs> why does she look this way i literally say that opposite. and then i say oh wait she doesn't have Down syndrome. That's why I'm so used to it. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, I was just saying, I think it is really important just to talk to the adults because, mm-hmm. you know, every kid is different. I don't really know exactly what the future looks like with Wynn. All I know is that I can treat, you know, I'm going to treat him like my other two kids, which I forgot to mention. I also have a four-year-old daughter named Evelyn and a six-year-old son named Caden who are obsessed with their baby brother Win. So yeah it's all good you know what it's it's crazy how uh down syndrome has shaped your children too yeah yeah definitely because my little daughter like like i so i told you this before like she wants to wear blue and yellow for down syndrome she wants to pick out the blue and yellow ribbons and her sister has down syndrome and she'll watch like um some of the i know like i've seen like commercials on tv where there would be um someone with down syndrome and she could pick them out just like that like that's so cute and it's, it's I love good that. it's because I never yeah. had that and it's good that she has that 
Oh, yeah. And my son, my six-year-old, gets so excited when we see somebody out on the street or, you know, at the store who has Down syndrome. He gets so excited and runs up to them and says, hi. My daughter, who's four, doesn't really understand yet what it is or, you know, what, you know, that he has it. Um, So I'll explain that as she gets a little older. But I am excited that my six-year-old is kind of understanding it a little bit more because when I first explained it to him, I could tell he was just like, okay, he's just a baby. Like, it's fine, mom. <laughs> like, you don't need to tell me this. And I'm like, okay, I just want to, I want to instill in him, like, hey, people might treat him differently. Like, yeah. I don't want you to be confused if he's being treated a certain way that doesn't mm-hmm. seem right. Mm-hmm. And I want you to tell me. That's what's so important. Yeah. And I I think that that's one of my fears too, is when uh, my daughters go to school because kids can mm-hmm. be freaking mean. I remember so when, mean, yeah. I remember when I went to school, they're mean and they're still mean. So Oh yeah, I was bullied all the time. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, they'll find anything to bully you about. My son gets bullied too and yeah. he's like as typical as it comes. Like yeah. <laughs> there's nothing, you know. Yeah. So so I'm that's my my fear for Cheyenne, but um right now during this whole COVID-19, luckily I get to work from home and watch her. But, you know, eventually I'm going to have to go back to work and I'm probably going to have to put her in some kind of daycare. And I am just like, like gut wrenching because I don't like certain people. Like I don't, I don't like strangers to watch her. I only trust family and Mm -hmm. I might have to go to that point. So yeah, I'm the same way, not just with wind, but with all my kids. It's just because I have had some bad experiences with my, with my older son, especially trying out different daycares and you know Mm -hmm. people don't love our kids like we love our kids and they they usually don't go that extra mile especially for Cheyenne and Wynn Mm -hmm. um so I'm scared too but you just got to find that person that you trust and it's hard too because I my sister lives in Oregon Mm -hmm. um but in Eugene which is about two hours away so I don't have any like close family near me that can watch them even for like an hour so I can run errands. Um, so yeah, it's hard, but I feel like every parent goes through that with their kids. You know, it's scary leaving them with a stranger. I can't wait to interview some people that actually have gone through this. So I I know me too. I'm so excited. (laughs) um, excited. Me too. So I'm just glad that you listeners are giving us a shot. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned, but Talk Down Syndrome, um, the talk part actually is for teach, advocate, listen, and kindness, which, I mean, we want to be able to teach everybody what we know, also learn things that we don't know, mm-hmm. and um, be able to help anyone that's going through a situation, maybe have some guidance or advice and advocate for our little ones, um, mm-hmm. listen, it doesn't only just go for the listen to this podcast. It's listen to what our children's needs are, listen to the world, listen to other moms uh, and support groups and kindness because, you know, duh, (laughs) kindness (laughs) speaks for itself itself, and we need that right now. We all need that right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I just, I know me too. And I, I think it's so important too. like, if I stumbled across this podcast when I was pregnant or right after I had win, I would have been so excited Mm -hmm. to hear other stories and, 
you know, I'm, we'll get into the whole medical field many times. I'm sure, you know, I'm so passionate about advocating about that because doctors do tell you straight up lies sometimes Mm -hmm. when it comes, like I've talked to some parents that said, Oh yeah, the doctor said my baby was going to suffer. I've talked to a mom that you know, had an abortion after Mm -hmm. her doctor told her that it's devastating and it's terrifying. And I think that, you know, you really need to hear others stories to get truth and facts. And of course I'm not saying don't listen to your doctor. That's silly, but just kind of take everything with a grain of salt and search, you know, for other families and actual information. So I'm hoping we can help a lot of people out with that. Me too, because down syndrome, we need to talk about it. (laughs) Everybody, everybody needs to talk about it. Exactly. Um, Yeah. But, um, so you guys stay tuned for our next episode. Um, Follow our social media page for upcoming episodes. Um, I will be posting some stuff frequently. Allison will be posting stuff frequently. If anybody is listening and is interested in an interview or has a topic that you would like us to cover, we have a Gmail account. So you could go to talkdspodcast at gmail.com or go to our Instagram page and message us there. Um, we do check both frequently and we want to hear everybody's ideas and thoughts and we definitely want to talk to people. So yes, yes. Reach out. We're ready. We are ready for you guys. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And we will see you guys next episode and stay healthy out there. Yeah. Be safe. safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. mask. Yes. (laughs) Be smart. I feel like I need to make like a rap song. (laughs) We'll put it in the intro next time. In the intro. Splish, splash, wash your hands. I don't know. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye.